The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. So me and my dad do a podcast. <clears throat> I mean, my dad and I. Better. Lucky to have people in my life with the power to break my heart. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome to the Dad and I podcast. The podcast that dares to ask the question, can a dad be cool? No. And even asking that question is stupid. Yes. Nice. That is our intro. Sweet. Welcome. You have heard that intro 50 times. Yeah. This is our 50th episode, Paul. Wow. We've been doing this. We started doing this podcast February 13th, 2018. Which probably means we probably did the podcast two weeks before that, right, Gil? Yeah. <laughs> With us, as always, is our award-winning producer, Gil. Hey, what's up? Hey, Gil. So, hey. Paul, 50th episodes. How are we feeling? The big 5-0. It's pretty cool. Yeah? Uh, I like having something that I've been doing for this long. Yeah. It's nice to look back and say, hey, I did all that. Yes. It's feeling a good feeling of accomplishment. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Love it. Nice. What have we learned? Have we learned anything? Um, Put you on the spot. Yeah, not, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I like uh, the way these like acoustic foam things look. True, we've learned a lot about sound. Uh, although I didn't need to learn a lot, but you know, now I feel like I'm even even better. Than it I feels was. pretty cool being here. <laughs> nice studio. Yeah, uh, I learned I like being in little cool studios. Yes. It's pretty nice. Nice. So, and those of you guys talking the that mic. have been here with us from the beginning, <laughs> you have spent almost, I mean, 50 hours with us, probably more like 40 hours. Yeah, so like if this was your hours. full-time job, you would be, you'd be getting into overtime right now. That's pretty impressive. Time and a half for all of our listeners that are listening to us right now. Like if you're listening to us right now and you're yeah. looking, it's like, say it's like Monday mm-hmm. this week and you know you're going to have to work overtime. Yeah. You're getting you can, paid. You can you can listen to us the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. You're getting Denny's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're getting a four hundred one k off of us. If you worked exactly as long as you listen to us, that would be like a pretty good chunk of change. Yeah, especially if you're making a living wage. What if it was like holiday hours too? That'd be pretty sweet. Right. Like, I mean, we usually do. Re- we do record. Uh, we almost recorded on MLK today. We had to. We had to move it. We would have been double time. Like, what if you're like a salesperson and mm. you work for commission, mm. and like our podcast gets really fired up? Yeah, you could get a lot of commission. That's true. Like a lot. Yeah. So that you guys, I guess, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> thank you for for listening, but also. Um, <laughs> You're welcome for us bringing you our talents for the last 40 hours of your life. Didn't hear a thank you. What's up? Yeah. What's up with that? That's cool, guys. We we don't need to be thanked. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so big week, Paul. Inauguration. Joe Biden is president. We were recording this Thursday. Yesterday was the inauguration. Thoughts? Feelings? Uh, it was pretty cool. I liked the poem. It's a good poem. And the poem really, really... Was good for people, huh? Yeah, uh, speech was all right, I think. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think I don't like speeches that much. Yeah, it's kind of just like a lot of saying stuff and then clapping. Yeah, but I don't think it would have been any different if it was anyone else. So, you know. But Biden's pretty good about getting in and out. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he's like 15, 20 minutes. That's all I need. Yeah, he's, he's like he's freedom. Not, yeah, unity. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Listen, folks. Something like that. Listen, man. Yeah, listen, man. <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of stutter a little bit. You notice, know, yeah, yeah, but you, you know. know, you know, he's reading. He kind of stumbled, stumbles over himself a little bit there. I'd but. stutter a lot if I was up there, though. Hey, but it's, it's endearing. True. I think I, I, Sleepy I, Joe, I, yeah, old Uncle Joe, yeah, and crazy Uncle Joe. Do you think, uh, you know, Baron Trump like walked around the White House last night? I was like, are you guys my new parents? <laughs> Baron Trump, all seven foot two of them. Yeah, you I seen that guy? Like, uh, yeah, I guess he's like almost adults. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think we can. He's almost like Sasha and Malia age, I think. He's he's getting on. Yeah. So the uh but we are so we're it's a new day. Let's hope that things work out. How how are the boys at Christian? How are the brothers boys today? Oh, I don't think they care that much anymore. Yeah. You know, people are saying they're gonna like throw up or whatever, but you know. 
I can't what? imagine being so offended by Joe Biden. They're going to throw up. I can't imagine having a strong reaction like that. <laughs> See, I think that's the 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 beauty of a Joe Biden is that there is no strong reaction to him. It's just like, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, all right. You know. I mean, he he I think he is the antithesis to Donald Trump in that he is just normal. Well, I, I predict a, a, a four years of a lot of. Uh, at least he's not that guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure if someone's already printing up the "Don't blame me, I voted for Trump" bumper stickers, I'm sure you'll start seeing those things. But nice. Yeah, sweet. Uh, hey, if you hey, quick tip: if you're a salesman on commission, go ahead and start printing out those "Don't blame me, I voted for Trump" just because. Those will be yeah, you see those guys who are like selling, selling like hotcakes, like selling like MAGA shirts at the rallies or the, the you know the storming of the Capitol. Yeah, and they're and someone's like, "Hey, you want to tell us your name?" I'm like, no, I'm yeah, right. I'm right. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I saw like a little like French fry tent or something outside mm-hmm. too. There was like they yeah. had like food set up, and it was like they're probably banking off that. Oh, I mean, have you have you been to DC before? Have you ever gone? Uh, not in a very long time, like maybe eighth grade trip or something. Yeah, like eighth that? Grade. it was actually yeah, it was an eighth grade trip. Yeah, so I mean. As someone who does eighth grade trips to DC all the time, those guys with the carts, they pu- they'll put anything all on over that the, cart. I mean, what, all is, that, what is that area called? The again? mall. The mall. That's correct. Those carts, they're out there. They got the FBI hat, the CIA hat, the MAGA hat. That that is female body investigator. Yes, FBI. Huge. What did you get? What was your purchase from when we were in DC? What did I you think get? I got some stupid. I think I got the CIA. But you got like a bucket hat. Like they're always like, no, buy this uh, hat. And I'll give you a bucket hat with uh, it. Like, oh my gosh! I don't think I ever wore the bucket hat. But you got it. I thought for free. Yeah, I think I lost it. That was my first indication that Those there was something trash, going on with Donald Trump. It like made of tarp. Is when I went to D.C. in 2015. All there was all these kids with the MAGA hats on, and it was mm-hmm. like, you could tell for like 80 percent of them, it was just a total troll. Like they yeah. were just like, ha ha, look at me, I'm wearing this hat. And then each year as I went back, you could see this like growing momentum and it was just like, this isn't a joke, you know? Yeah. And, and so that... that. Do you think people in like 20 years are going to start wearing it? Like it's cool. Ironically or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That'd, I'm be, sure. that'd be awesome. <laughs> you're you're going to go to uh, a concert 20 years from now and there'll be some dude wearing a MAGA hat or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm sure. But on to better things. Let's hope. Hope springs eternal with each new presidential administration. Yeah. All right, Paul, let's get into it. Let's talk about what's popping, P. Nice. All right. Three things that are going on in the world. Um, What's happening? uh, Monkeys. Monkeys. Yeah, I'm just a big fan of monkeys. Who isn't? Well, you know, it's like a lot of guys like monkeys. It's just like a thing. Like you think guys like monkeys more than girls like yeah, monkeys? Because girls like frogs. Why do we have to ginger it? What? Girls like frogs. <sighs> this is the first I'm hearing this. Girl. I mean, I have. Well, I like three frogs daughters. too, but like I, I, I like <laughs> girl monkeys. dad, girl dad, right girl over dad. here. Monkeys are are the best. I have a 13 year old. You guys, and she hasn't oh. told me that she likes frogs. Yeah, it has Explain. to it has expand. To, it has to come about naturally. Like you can't, oh. you can't be like thirteen year old daughter like frogs now. Oh, you know, but at some point, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I'm gonna text her actually and ask <laughs> yeah. her. Do you like frogs? Where? Okay, so why? Okay, let's start with monkeys. Okay, you guys want to hear uh, a monkey joke from 1897? I guess yeah. Let's hear. Okay, it. so gorilla, did you hear about the gorilla who escaped from the zoo? Zuki. <laughs> oh, so the gorilla. Zuki bird. Okay. No, I did not. And the gorilla says, that is because I am a quiet gorilla. And it says, muffled sounds of gorilla violence. <laughs> well, I mean, so is a gorilla a monkey? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My daughter likes frogs. Yes. She, oh. she was very suspicious at first. She says, why? Yeah. And I said, just wondering. She said, yeah, I like frogs. Let's go. Ah, okay. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. So why do you think girls like frogs? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I like frogs too. It's just you know, it's just. A... But what? What? Because you... everyone likes frogs and monkeys. Oh, so you could equally say guys like frogs and girls like monkeys. I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. So the the converse is not true. 
Well, I think what's the science behind this? Yeah, yeah. Like what what evidence do you have that guys like monkeys? You're a guy, you like monkeys, that's your thing. Well, it's not. Like I like frogs too. <sighs> okay. But, but why I'm a, I'm a monkey guy. But what makes you think that girls <laughs> like frogs? Because some girls are frog girls. <laughs> but they can still like monkeys. Like horse girls. Okay, no. Because uh, it's not like a slanderous term. Oh, okay. Frog girls are cool. Yeah, totally chill. Okay. Okay. But I'm just saying, have you seen a girl with like a frog in her purse or uh, like girls, walking a I've frog? I've seen girls with frog hats on. Oh. I've seen girls like have frog stuffed animals and be like, look at him. He's awesome. Uh, there's this one girl I saw who has like a cat and uh, that looks that hates, like a frog that hates her her frog stuffed animal or like a little frog statue. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. Well, but yeah. I like monkeys. I think monkeys are funny. Okay. And I think they are cool. Well, girl, I, did, I did find a guy on TikTok the other day that dresses up like uh, the man in the yellow hat, and he has a like a little monkey. Oh. Like a pet monkey. And I mean, he's got millions of followers. That's awesome. And like people send him toys and the monkey plays with them. I saw that. <laughs> I know that guy. Like zippers and stuff like that. They'll yeah. send him back and the monkey will open the packages up and pull the stuff out and play with them. He gives them the little package and the monkey rips it open and starts using One time there's a harmonica in there. Yeah. It was sweet. Does this come back to Curious uh, George? Yeah, he dresses Maybe. up like the man in the yellow hat. And I just is this like monkeys, and, and I think they're funny. And is this a potential? Maybe we need to reboot Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disney World for the ladies. I don't know. <laughs> maybe a Wind in the Willows uh, reboot is in in the offing. I just like I like monkeys. <laughs> you know what about Frogger? Should we bring Frogger back? Monkeys are funny and cool. They do live action remakes of all the Disney movies. They can do the Princess and the Frog. Live action Frogger. Okay. Mr. Well, Toad's Wild comes back to Disney They World. just have to make sure that it's not like that. What was that one that Adam Sandler did? Was it called Pixel? Oh, yeah. And it was like basically like video game stuff. Hubert like. was on there or something. All right, Paul, this is this is fascinating. Uh, a little bit horrifying. Sometimes I'll, look at, I'll go to YouTube and like a funny monkey video. Uh-huh. And it's just like monkeys doing things. <laughs> All right, heard it here first, folks. If you have a teenage boy, he probably likes monkeys. If you have a teenage girl, get her a stuffed frog. This is like a... Or like a frog hat. A gifted thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Right. Cool. All right, what's number two? Um, After the, that stunning revelation of number one. It's not that stunning. <laughs> I just like monkeys. Okay. Okay, so uh, number two, uh, Trump freed Kodak... And Lil Wayne. But he did not free Tiger King, which yes. he was Joe Exotic was thinking he was going to. So just like with every president, there is a, a, a wave of pardons at the end. Um, yeah. Not all pardons, some uh, commutations of sentences and stuff like that. But Lil Wayne was pardoned. Yeah. I mean, Lil Wayne's great, obviously. Yeah. He had some guns and some drugs and some stuff on a plane. Yeah, I'm not... I'm, you okay with that though? You're you're all right with Lil Wayne walking free? I don't think Lil Wayne's gonna like cause violence. Yeah, I don't really care what he does. Right. Well, he, you know, he shouldn't be running around with a bunch of guns and drugs. But that's you know, that's I'm, I'm cool with it. That's his it's, personal it's Lil business. Wayne. Lil Wayne, cool. You expect those? He's kind a of legend. Things. Okay. Yeah, I think there was a a private tip called in that hey, Lil Wayne has guns and drugs on him. If you want to bust him, no way. Yeah, I, I don't think that. I I, I mean, I don't want to cast dispersions, but I don't think that tip was out of the blue, right? Yeah. Right. Dang. What about the other guy? Well, Kodak Black. Yeah, I don't think Kodak Black should be out of person. He's pretty violent. <laughs> uh, he's He's been in jail like off and on for like five years now. Yeah. Like he's just always in jail. Yeah. And he's always doing things to get back in jail. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I don't think he'll stay out long. Little Wayne, you think, is probably going to be able to stay on the straight and narrow. Kodak Black, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Little Wayne's going to stay on the straight and narrow, but I, I would I would bet that Kodak Black is back in prison within like six months. <laughs> All right. 
And as Gil said, uh, the Tiger King is not is still in prison. I do I do like Kodak Black's music though, and I think those little clips of him are pretty funny. Like there's videos of him where he says like, "Let me drive the boat." It's pretty funny. Yeah, is he in prison in these clips? No, yeah. he's just like there's a video of him on a boat, mm-hmm. and he's just like sitting there. He's like, "Let me drive the boat." Is there a monkey involved? <laughs> that would make it way funnier. <laughs> okay. All right. Do we have a third thing? Um. Hmm. Doesn't sound like it. I was playing FIFA earlier, and uh, like I was playing against Manchester United, and I swear, I swear, like I was playing against a go- like the thing in FIFA is that you don't really control the goalie. Like if you shoot, if someone shoots at you, your goalie like automatically goes to save it. Yeah. But like you, Pat, if he really has the ball, you control him. Right. But if he's just defending, you don't, you can switch to him, but usually it'll just control itself. Uh, and I, I was playing, it's so frustrating when like you get past a lot of defense and the goalie just keeps saving it because you know it has nothing to do with how good your opponent is. Right. Just how good they're like the rating. Of the, like, so if you run up against like Bayern Munich and you have to shoot on Neuer, yeah. it's like you have to get like right at the goal. Right. But I was playing Manchester United with De Gea, who's still pretty good. And he saved like, <laughs> 13 shots right at the goal. It was so frustrating. So right now you're super into the FIFA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the game right now. What FIFA, Call of Duty, 2K. Yeah. But I, every time right. I'm in there, you tell me I can't come in there because every because time. Because it, it, I have to be so locked in because <laughs> I, I am not good at the game. Right. So I really need to focus or I will, like I'll, I'll sometimes look at my phone because like goes off. Yeah. I'm playing and I'll let it go in. Yeah. Like it's 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 rough. He says I'm not allowed to come into his room while he's playing FIFA because automatically a score. That's a not what I said. Scored. It's just when when <laughs> like when you when you come in and you like point your phone at me, I can't really look at it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a quick insight into our scored. relationship. All right. Okay, so recap. Monkeys, frogs, little Wayne, Kodak Black, FIFA. That's what's going on. Yeah, I hate David De Gea. Got it. All right. He's just still so good. I don't get it. Next, like, <laughs> let's talk Marvel. He's so old. Avengers. Play a song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So, interesting. This week, Disney Plus started their first Marvel TV series, WandaVision. Yep. I mean, unless we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I don't think we're talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Daredevil. But um, first in the MCU, we have WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? Now, first of all, WandaVision is the first MCU content that we've had in a while because some other things have been pushed back, right? The, The Black Widow is supposed to come out before this. Um, is there another strange and Guardians of the Galaxy and no? I think there was supposed to be another thing that was supposed to come out, but like Black Panther two was that supposed to come out? No, I don't remember. But we know that we've missed Black Widow, and and now here comes Wandavision. So it's the first thing that we've had since Endgame, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a little weird. I like it. Okay, what do you like about it? I just I kind of you know. It makes you want to watch it more. Okay. There's like little things that happen. They're like, oh, things are not what they seem. Well, it's just kind of weird in a way that's unlike any other Marvel property. So maybe you want to watch it more. Just you, you trust that that maybe they're going somewhere with this. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like especially with a character like Wanda, whose power is like creating reality when she has a breakdown. Yeah. Like when you have this like weird thing going on, it's like, oh, it's going to be something disastrous happened. It's going to be fleshed out. Well, for me, what's been interesting is, have you watched it, Gil? No, um, I have not. All right. I think we can talk about it without spoilers. It's only the first two episodes so far. We've only had two yep. episodes. The first episode, it is Wanda and Vision, and they are living in a suburb, and they are in basically a 1950s sitcom. Yeah, I've seen previews. Like an I Love Lucy type thing. And there's some things that are going on that are pretty funny. There's some there's some Easter eggs that are happening. Like, Paul, have you ever seen the Dick Van Dyke show? Gil. Absolutely. Okay. At Maybe. the beginning at the beginning of the Dick Van Dyke show, it was a gag on every show. And during the opening credits, what would happen, Gil? 
He would fall over the ottoman. Right. He well, sometimes he wouldn't fall over. He the would ottoman. see it and he would go to the side yeah. and go around it. Yes. So when the Dick Van Dyke oh, show hilarious. opens, he comes into the house and he meets his wife Mary Tyler Moore. And sometimes he trips over the ottoman, and then other times he dodges the ottoman. And you would watch the opening credits and be like, "Is he going to fall this time or is he not?" And so that was kind of a gag that was in the opening credits every time. In WandaVision, you know I was going to be sarcastic, but that, I would I would definitely pay attention to that. Oh, people were like, "Oh my god, did you see it? He he fell I love this running week." Jokes. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite thing. In WandaVision, they show him coming in and he's carrying her and he sees the ottoman and then he just phases right through it. So like, you know, he can go through objects. That's pretty good. So he does that. So if you know the Dick Van Dyke show, you're like, oh, the ottoman, ha ha ha, hilarious, right? So there are things that are Easter eggs for fans of Nick at Night. We grew up watching those old shows. And, and And then in the second episode... It kind of moves to the '60s, and it's more like Bewitched. Here's, okay. like, you know, and so or like I Dream of Genie or something. Exactly. Yes. So she's doing magic. She's doing all this stuff to yeah to help and and so you can kind of well, see there's a definitely like that in the first episode. Yes, and she was making the food with. The but magic. even with the clothing that they're wearing and stuff like that, there's definitely an I Love Lucy like um, father's yeah. knows best '50s. Beaver, the leave it to Beaver, that kind of thing, and then you move in, and it's more like Bewitched and and all of that. So Bewitched started black and white, and eventually became color and all of that. And so, you know, and it, so it's an homage to old sitcoms, but also with a lot of Marvel stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting, and I think it can work on two levels. Like you've never seen the Dick Van Dyke show. But you're waiting to see what Marvel is going to reveal, and you know these characters, so you can be. It can be a. But even if you, if, even if I didn't know the characters, I think I would still like it because I kind of like it when it doesn't, you know, give it all away in the first two episodes. Right. Like it's pretty clear something is going to happen. Well, yeah. Like I can't imagine. I can't imagine. You know, watching the first episode when the guy starts choking, and they're they get really serious and everything starts being weird. Yeah. I can't imagine watching that and being like, oh, this is going to be. Just wanted vision doing a sitcom for eight. It's months. also really reminiscent of Truman Show, uh, Pleasantville, like you know where there's this idea. It, but it's funny watching it, and say, mommy's like, "Oh my god, this is just Bewitched. This is just I Love Lucy." And it's like, well, that's the point, you know. And that's yeah. the, you know. So it's been interesting. I think next week we're gonna get into. You've seen the preview, so you know they get into like a Brady Bunch vibe, and then there's like an '80s Full House vibe, and they're like going through all that stuff. Well, also, like I think I, you know Wanda has been like one of the most underutilized characters. I think. Yeah, and it's good, you know. Like she is, is to me one of the most interesting like superheroes. But if you're going in with this idea that you're going to watch a Rock'em Sock'em uh, Marvel movie, you're not getting that in the first two episodes. Yeah, but I, I would I would look at it like of. Uh, like a, I don't know, like a Stranger Things, like something is afoot. Twilight Zone, right? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, interesting. So recommend. Yeah, it's it's good. Recommend Wandavision. I've only seen two episodes. Though. I think the first two episodes are out. I think they're putting other episodes out every Friday. Hope Hopefully, so. they put out two episodes this week. That'd be awesome. All right. I don't know. Sometimes they do like that first two episodes. Yeah. You know. Get you hooked. Yeah. All right. Next, let's talk challenge. Challenge. Oh. Hey, challenge! 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 What a great drop! Yeah, it's even better multiple times. All right, so what is going on on the challenge? Uh, well, Teresa had a had a big episode. All right, let's just talk about this season in general because I think we got to get everybody caught up. Um, how good is this season of the challenge? I think it's fine. Fine. I think it would be better if they could go to bars. <laughs> because, you know, that creates like a lot of opportunity to fight or Well, they're something. quarantined. They're Yeah, you know. so they all go to this little like bubble. Yeah. And they don't like, you know, do anything really. They just kinda I guess drink a little bit and like strategize with each other. Yeah. Like they're all sitting in their little corners and talking. Well, just to update everybody, we're talking about the show The Challenge, which is 
started out as the real world challenge back in the day. This is like their 35th episode or something, a season. Yeah. Um, and it's reality show characters getting together to Compete. fight it out and vote each other off. We've been watching it since Paul was a youngin. Uh, he he loves it. I love it. We watch it together every Wednesday night. And I, I think we're really enjoying it this season. Yeah, it's good because, you know, there's, uh, there's a, someone who everyone hates, Josh. Josh sucks. <laughs> right. And, you know, there's, I don't know, it feels like a lot of people like falling in and out of grace every week. Yeah. Like, you know, Devin was like my favorite one week. And then he was like, it's back to A being, lot of shifting alliances. Back to being Devin. Yeah. And, you know, Teresa and Jay had a big episode, but they're probably going to be out by next week. Yeah. Uh, everyone has like an opportunity because I don't think there's any like dominant characters anymore. Right now, who is your your pick to win the whole thing for guys? Oh, I was going to – I don't think I could pick <sighs> – Put you on the spot. I guess like hmm. – well, I'd like to see what Nam can do because he had a tough episode, but – Nam, who's sort of like an American ninja warrior type guy. Yeah, he's this big German dude. Yeah. He is, looks massive. Yeah. But he had he had like a tough episode because his partner. So what about girls? Who who do you Cam? I guess yeah. Cam is looking. You know, she has all the power in the house. Just won a a potential elimination. She's challenge. ten and one in eliminations, which is insane. That's pretty good. But you know, I think like her and Kyle is probably the best team right now. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't name anyone better. And our man TJ. What are you thinking about TJ, the host? Basically. I would say beyond me, a mentor for you, a a, a father figure, style icon, a style icon. <laughs> TJ Lavin. I can't. I I was. He did that thing last night where he was like, "Today is going to be a, a important day for the guys." Oh right, yeah. Because they're going to wash their partners, and it was. <laughs> and it was. I was like, All right, "Come on." He's a little tricky. That wasn't even tricky. That was just like gimmicky. Well, they've started. They've started playing the old episodes of challenges. There's two old seasons that are on Netflix. Yeah, and we started watching one, and there was a host, Dave Mira, who was the host back in like 2008, like the season before TJ Lavin started. Yeah, and you said you couldn't even watch it. I, I don't know. without TJ Lavin well, because as now the host. it's like TJ's show. Right, it is his. He calls it his final. Yeah, he comes in on a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. They have like very like action shots of him walking through Dave like Mirror, caves. the BMX guy. Yeah, he was the host of the channel. I haven't thought about that guy in forever. He's dead. Oh, he is passed he? on a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why I haven't heard from him. So the three hosts of the challenge, and this is me going back, is uh Johnny Mosley. No. Who's like a skier. I think Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. I think he's like a freestyle skier okay, or yeah. something. I think that name and then Sounds Dave right. Mira, the BMX guy. Uh-huh. And then TJ Lavin, who's also a BMX guy. And also, T- the TJ the has been specials. the longest tenured and has been doing it for, for a long time and has basically raised Paul. Uh, yeah, he's the GOAT. Yeah, so. I, just, uh, I You think CT is going to dump Big T? Well, that's the thing is like you have partners, but you can switch your partners out. So, so they have partners different- and then they – you get voted into elimination as a team. Yeah. One guy and one girl. And they go down and if it's like a girls week, the girls compete. Yeah. And if the girl if your partner loses, you can pick any other girl in the house to be your partner. Right. And I don't think CT's going to stick around with B- Big T much longer. Yeah, Big T and CT. Big CT. As he's he's been having to like carry her every every literally. Season. Yeah. <laughs> literally carry her. So, Wait, and she seems nice. She's pretty good at politics, looks like. So I got to say, if you have never watched the challenge and you're just listening to us say, like, what are these guys talking about? I understand it. But yeah. it is, it has been said to be uh, America's fifth most popular sport. Uh, I think you have an argument between hockey and the challenge. Well, uh, well no, it would be it would be football, basketball, baseball, hockey challenge. I would maybe challenge hockey. Yeah, hockey kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. Hot take. It's hard to look at the puck. <laughs> All right. Next, let's talk about The More You Know. So sometimes Paul and I start talking about things, and I realize we have talked about something that we really should have saved for the podcast, but we 
spoil this for each other, but we're going to try to recreate this father-son moment now. Yeah, I don't like this segment. <laughs> so. Not this segment, this this thing we're about to do specifically. Okay. There's no frogs or monkeys in this one. So yeah, that that, that's, but the. There should be more monkeys in every segment. <laughs> so I asked Paul, and I, let, hold on. Let's ask Gil. Gil. There you go. If I said to you, no cap, <laughs> what would you think I mean? No cap means like, uh, like uh, you're not joking or you're like, you're telling, like, I'm not, like, you're telling the truth, right? Something like that. No yeah. lie. Or no lie. Yeah, yeah. And that's right, Paul. Yeah, there's a kid in my homeroom freestyling just, today, and oh, he yeah? said no cap like nine times during it, and I was like, dude, shut up. That sucks. <laughs> but if I say cap, that means truth or like- That means say say something untruthful. Um, Girls like frogs, cap. That's cap. <laughs> so you're saying that's the truth. I'm saying that's not the truth. But, oh, if you say no cap. I said, I said say something untruthful. Oh. Dads, dads are cool. Dads are cool. That's cap. But no one no one really, no, if you say like, oh, that's cap. That's cap, bro. Yeah. That, just, shut up. So it's more like no cap. is You have to have the no to really no make it. No one says no cap either. Well, they do, which is like, come on. All right. So this led me to look up cap on the Urban Dictionary and all that kind of stuff. And then we got into a March Madness bracket of top slang out there. Mm. And so I'm going uh, to walk through some of the things here, Paul. Yeah. All right, number one, our number one seeds are OK Boomer. I, that, I haven't found that funny since November 2019. <laughs> I think we all know that one. Visco Girl is number one. I should bring those back. Yeet. Yeet's annoying. What is yeet? It's just like a uh, uh, interjection that you use when you're doing something. Like, like what? If, if you threw something, yeet. Oh, like if I took something and just threw it across the room, I'd be like, yeet. Yeah, it's it's stupid and dumb. Okay. <laughs> and then Karen is number one, too. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, let's see some uh, snack, S-N-A-C-C. No one says S-N-A-C-C. I haven't, I haven't seen that a lot. Yeah. It's usually just the word. Snack. In the bag. Well, I'm a I'm a whole Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. Right, so a snack is someone who looks good or is cute or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, soft girl, soft boy. Yeah. Uh, I just listen to like bedroom pop or whatever, and they they wear like sweaters with like dress shirts under them. Uh huh. Uh, post like Bart Simpson edits, I guess. <laughs> like a preppy or emo or uh, yeah, preppy emo kind of preppy thing. emo. Dark okay. academia, if you will. <laughs> Clout. You have some 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 fame, some notoriety. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Small S M O L. Yeah, people who say small kind of suck because <laughs> they usually like grew up on like. Tumblr or something. Uh-huh. And those are the worst type of people. So what is it? Small. It just means like, like small and cute and like you'd say about a dog. Oh. Or like there's people who are like, oh, I'm such a small bean. I'm like, shut up. Please, please. Like, no. I'm not like, shut up. Like, please stop talking. <laughs> it's so annoying. Low key. Yeah. Uh, people used to say that a lot. I still so, use there once in a while, I guess. So what do you Low say? Low key is just like, you know, kind of. It's like. You're saying something, but you don't want to put a lot of emphasis on it. Mm -hmm. It's like that. That was. That was. I don't. I don't know. I can't like think of a sentence of it right now. But if you were like, that's 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 low key good. I'd be like, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't. I. I don't. I, I don't want to say it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. What about uh, sisk sisk sisk? Okay, so uh, S K. It's like S K S K S. That's how you say it. Yeah. And it's like something that. We'll say on Twitter because when they you, you can't really type out a laugh or you can't just be ha 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 ha. Oh, like, no one's typed that out, so it's like it's like you're you're snickering or like you're like I could, I like could you're laughing under your breath, like <laughs> no, nah, like like that, but it's like yeah. you're just like you're trying, like like when the laugh is so like strong, I don't know, it's just like a laugh. Well, no cap is number two in these rankings. Yeah, I mean, no cap is a classic. I'll I'll, t I'll say that. 
<laughs> I I would be lying. I would be capping. Oh, if okay. I said that I, I didn't use a lot of no cap in my day. <laughs> All right, let's see if there's anything else in here. Like IG would be Instagram, right? That shouldn't be slang. Yeah, that's just, uh, I can't even, it's lit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not dank. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> even Gil knows dank. I've heard it before you. <laughs> there, there was a sandwich restaurant opening here that said, like, our sandwiches were dank. I was like, I'm never, ever going there. That sounds awful. Yeah, the Sandwich Click is opening their own sandwich shop yeah, or they're something. They're like $15. Really? Yeah. $15 a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I guessed one of the sandwich prices. I guessed it correctly at $14. All right. Wow. Well, thank you, Paul, for giving us your uh, slang. But now you have a Sam Elliott update. Beef burritos. Yeah, it's really, really mm. short. <laughs> but I was listening to a podcast and they had like sound effects in the background. And one of them was Sam Elliott saying, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes there's a man. <laughs> I won't what did he say, like, I won't call him a hero, but sometimes there's a man. <laughs> <laughs> now that's from Big Lebowski. Yeah. And what's this on? It was on a podcast I was listening to. Oh. There was a podcast out there that was using Sam Elliott drops in their production. Yeah, I don't think we like serve the same marketplace though. It was a it was a podcast about the Iraq War. So And they use Sam Elliott. Yeah. Mm. Gil, we've got beef with blowback. <laughs> it's what's for dinner. Who do we have beef with? With uh, blowback. The blowback. podcast about the Iraq War. We are the Sam Elliott. It's podcast. a really interesting podcast if you guys want to listen to. I like it a lot. What's the podcast again? Blowback. And it's all about the Iraq war? Yeah, it's like 10 hours of Iraq war. Which one? Desert Storm or? Uh, the one we were in with Bush. The second Bush. <laughs> Both Bushes. Yeah. They they liked Iraq, the Bushes. All right. Yeah. All right, blowback. If you want to listen to a podcast. Paul about likes like your podcast. 10 hours of basically tread, atrocities. Tread lightly on your Sam Elliott drops. Yeah. You guys seem pretty cool, though. Everybody, that is our podcast for this week. Okay, but what if you want to stick around? We'll get to that. Okay, (laughs) fine. Stick around for a bonus episode. (laughs) But we will be. uh, We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on all that stuff. Look us up. Send us your reviews. Let us know what you think about Paul's hockey take. And we'll see you guys next time. Hard to see the puck. So. Dad and I is an OAM Network production. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and the OAMnetwork.com. Hosted by Josh and Paul Campbell. Produced by Gilworth. Logo and design by the OAM Network. The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. The OAMnetwork.com. Power to the podcast. All right. Uh, hey, eighth period broadcasting class. Uh, this is my podcasting project. I think it's going to have a lot better sound quality than any of the other ones because I'm in an actual studio with uh, my dad. Hey. And your name is? I want to is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Josh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my producer, Gil, is here. Say hi, Gil. Oh, hey. Hey, how's it going? Nice. <laughs> okay, cool. So... Today, I want to talk about the Grizzlies, what we've done in the past, what we're doing now, and how I see the future of our franchise. Wow, a lot of um, group uh, words. We, our. Do you, you feel suck. like is you are, are, are you? you suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no. I mean, I mean, do you feel like you're you're a part of this? Well, I the Grizzlies are like the most important thing in the world. To me, if I'm being honest with myself, yeah, like I, I live and die with every game. Yeah, I, I I can't not watch them. You put the fan in fanatic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like it makes me so upset when they lose. It makes me so upset. Even get, just a regular season game. Yeah, it's like regular season game to like if they lose to like the Nets, or the Lakers, I get I get angry. Yeah, I, I hate it when it happens. Yeah, it's absolutely the worst. I know this probably isn't unique to me or anything, but. I'm I'm infuriated. I mean, I, I I I I'm always very interested in people who take a regular season like Wednesday nighter uh really seriously. But yeah, that's it can it can be 
Life I just get so death. upset. <laughs> it's the worst. All right, so that's your bona fides. You like you you are you are obsessed with the Grizz. Yeah, I am. All right, so what are we going to talk about? Uh, so you know, I'd like to get into the past a little bit. Okay. Before we talk about what's going on right now, right? So you know, we had the Vancouver the, years. No, not that far back. Well, we could. Okay, so the Grizzlies started out in Vancouver <laughs> in what, like 1996, maybe? Yeah, I guess. I so. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, they, not a big market, I guess, for basketball in Vancouver. And, you know, they drafted uh, Steve Francis, literally cried because he did not want to go to Vancouver. Right. So I think it was a wise decision to move it to the States. And I'm glad we're here because I wouldn't have a team to root for otherwise. I would root for, like, the Hawks or something. Yeah. That'd be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm glad I have a team here to root for because I hate people who choose like teams that like have not, they have nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. Like Will Spain. I know you're in this class and you chose the Trailblazers and the Suns. That is so stupid. <laughs> okay. But, you know. Shout out, Will. No. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they were in Vancouver. They had some players. You know, Shreve Abdurrahim. It's pretty good. Yeah. Kind of a stats. All right, let's fast forward. You don't have to get out of it. Okay. So we had big country. Big country. Yeah. That's it. He was on NBA Jam. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You see Chris Wallace, uh, not the best GM. Uh made some bad trades, like the Jeff Green trade. Mm. And I don't know, like selected like Wade Baldwin in a mm. in a good draft. Yeah. And uh Jordan, whatever his name was. Uh and let's what's what's the worst of it? Oh, Hashim to beat to beat. Yeah, that is that is a, a blemish, a, a massive blemish on his record. Drafting Hashim to beat before like James Harden and Steph Curry, and even like you know like Demar Derozan and Drew Holiday. So before our recent success in the draft, what would you say was their best draft pick of the first 10, oh. 15 years of well, the first ten years of being? They've been here since two thousand one, I think. Well, you know, Mike Conley panned out. But yeah. I don't know if I would call him like a, a, a like an A plus fourth pick. Mm. You know what I mean? Because he was it was good. He was a good player, but yeah, it took a while for him to get there. I I can't. I guess we drafted Powell, right? Yeah, Powell Gasol. But he ended up leaving. We drafted him though. Yeah, I guess Powell Gasol is the best way we drafted. Shane Battier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't draft Mark. Didn't draft Zach. Didn't draft Tony Allen. But uh, yeah, Mike or Powell. Yeah. Because, you know, Mike stayed longer. He's spent his whole prime with us, even though mm-hmm. we had nothing We had nothing to offer him. Drafted Rudy Gay. Yeah, but Rudy Gay's kind of a dinosaur. Like his, <laughs> anyway, like, At one point, he wasn't a dinosaur. Yeah, but he was He was like the first, like, Saber Metric, not Saber, like, Advanced Metrics trade where the Rockets were like, hey, we could get uh, Shane Battier. I believe Rudy Gay is like 10 years younger than me, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. But we got this new front office. And they're making some pretty good picks. Yeah. You know, we got we got John Moran, obviously, at number two. We got really lucky with that one because in a two-person draft, we got the the second tra- second pick mm-hmm. when there was no way we should have gotten that, really. But, you know, we got him. Same draft. Uh, Brandon Clark, late in the first round, which I think is a good pick, especially for, you know, how low he was. He's uh, I think he's a great uh, modern center mm-hmm. or modern big man, at least. He can play defense and get rebounds, catch lobs. And even though his shot looks terrible, he can like hit a league average three, right? So you know, I think that was really good, really smart. And we got a we had like no first round picks, or maybe like one. We got Desmond Bain and Xavier Tillman. I think they traded up to get Desmond Bain into the first round. I and feel like. and they look great to me. Yeah, Desmond Bain. It seems like he can hit anything. Yeah, Xavier Tillman has been. Pretty serviceable. I think it'd be great when he's like a backup center. But we've seen this before, where we get a rookie and ten games into the season, fifteen. Yeah, we're feeling pretty good. Well, I think, like who? Well, your boy Dylan. Well, I don't think I. I never liked Dylan. (laughs) Maybe for a little bit I did there, but I've pretty consistently hated Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks is probably my least favorite NBA player ever. Whoa. I think. I think I hate him. Like actually hate him. Hate is a strong word, Paul. We don't He's like to use it. Terrible at basketball. <laughs> Why? What is wrong with Dylan Brooks? Because he does this thing where he'll score like 18 points in the first half, and he'll just be scorching from th- from three, and he'll be getting to the cup. And then as soon as it gets 
tough. He's taking weird, like, fadeaway turnaround mid-range shots that are with, like, 20 seconds left in the shot clock. And he's giving the ball away. And he's doing that stupid thing where he'll make, like, one basket and he'll try to full-court press the other team's point guard. And I, it really, really makes me angry. And then it ends up in the fourth quarter, he went, like, one for nine. So would you be okay with them just outright cutting Dylan Brooks? No, because I think he scores, and I think that has value for someone. Yeah. So I think we could just get, not us. I think, I think there's definitely someone stupid enough to be like, we'll give you a, a good player for Dylan Brooks. Yeah. But I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Dylan Brooks could fit somewhere. Maybe he's. Maybe if they can get him somewhere and be like, you are going to stand in the corner and shoot threes. Yeah. And he's 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 pretty good at shooting threes. Okay. So I think, you know, that could be an asset. So what do you think is the most that the Grizzlies could get for a Dylan Brooks? <sighs> like a solid veteran, maybe. Uh, maybe like a second round pick. I don't know. Second rounder? Yeah. I don't think you can get a first rounder from Dylan Brooks. No? What about two second rounders? I wouldn't. I don't like second rounders. Yeah, but second rounders have, become, like an asset. have become this kind of weird currency, like a roundup. It? Yeah, it's like, you, like get, almost, you get like Jay Crowder and a second round pick. Yeah, it's almost like a tip. Like you know, it's like I'm going to give you this, and yeah, I'll throw in a second rounder for you. Yeah, but I, I guess so. It's, it's good to have. It's it's good to have that little chip that you can. But throw I wouldn't want to give up like a player that's that we seem to value for a second round pick, just straight up. Yeah, but if you think he's so bad, and he's, I mean, sometimes it's just it's like you're it's getting a second round pick to not have your team anymore. Addition by subtraction, right? Yeah, you're getting rid I, of you know. But I, I can't imagine that someone who scores like 15 points a game, even though they're the most garbage 15 points a game ever, <laughs> is like has no value. But we've been without Ja, we've been without Jaron. Who knows? Justice Winslow is looking more and more like Chandler Parsons every day. Yeah, that's going to be brutal. So those are your, theoretically, your top three players. And without them, I mean, Dylan Brooks has been the only place that we can 50% of the time kind of rely on points. You're right. But, you know, I hate it when, uh, like, when, when John, Jaron do get back. I don't like it when. There's three minutes left, and Dylan has the ball. Well, maybe Dylan needs to learn his role a little bit. I I, I would love if he learned his role, but I think I, I've been watching him for like three years now, like get fired up every time he makes a, a three-pointer yeah, and then have a colossal mistake on the other end. And I don't I don't buy like Dylan Brooks is our is our player to guard you know LeBron because that's what we seem to do when LeBron comes to town. Okay, can I can I give you a a, a point that I think you might not like? Mm -hmm. We've had players before where there was good versions of the players and bad versions of players. We had good Tony Allen, and we had bad Tony Allen, right? Yeah. When good Tony Allen was good, he was great, but when he was bad, it was ugly. Mm -hmm. Is Dylan the same type of player? I think even though you had to play like four on five on offense with Tony Allen, yeah, it was like you would be afraid to play him if you're the other team. So if I was another team and I was scouting the Grizzlies, yeah, I'd be like, we can count on Dylan Brooks to make like five mistakes in this let game. that dude shoot all the day long. Like if he gets hot, that is a problem for us. Yeah, for not us, but if the team for they're the, facing uh, for opponents. But right. I think. I'm willing. I would be willing to gamble that he'd make more mistakes than he could make up for with getting hot. All right. Any, All right, any so, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'd like to wrap it up with talking about our competition and okay. how the West is gonna be tough going forward. Mm, okay. Well, I think so. All so right. I think I think uh, the Warriors are, are definitely going out. Steph's playing great, but I don't think they're gonna be around much longer. Oh wow. Uh, the Lakers are clearly still a threat. I think LeBron could play for two more seasons, honestly. Yeah, they, and they're, even, they're a monolith right now. Yeah, right? They're, they're the best in the league. Yes. But, you know, if we could, like, let's say Joss is from for 10 years, we can outlast that. Okay. If that happens. Mm. Uh, but, you know, we still have, like, Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray to worry about. They seem to be getting better every day. Uh, Luca and... Are you shaking your head? Luca's kind of down this season. Well... And what's the other guy? What's the tall guy's name? Uh, KP, Chris Porzingis. 
heard all the time. That's true, but I think Luca could be like a top ten guy eventually. He's coming to this season looking a little pudgy. Uh, no, I think you're thinking about Jokic. Uh, I don't know. These Eastern European guys. I think Luca's really good at basketball. And I think he's young. I think he'll be around for a while. Okay. And we're going to have to deal with him for a while. And hey, maybe Carl uh, Anthony Towns figures it out. And we have to deal with him too. And what? And De'Aaron Fox has been playing great this season. What if we have to deal with him and Tyrese Halliburton? Who were, you ready for a hot take on this side? I just think Doncic might be with like an extended season of like insanity. And it's, it's like a flash in the pan. All right, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know it. I think. I think. Yo, how about that one? I think Luke is going to be a top ten player all time when he's done. Gil, you can chime in and tell me I'm ridiculous. He's easily top five right now, and he's like twenty. I think Luke is very talented. He sees the floor. He can score from anywhere. Luca, Luca is going to. He's going to. I think that his expectations were too high this season, maybe. Um, and maybe he kind of fell a little bit underneath that. Yeah, but he's going to figure it out. I mean, if LeBron James thinks you're the, the that great, he's going to figure it out. He's hey, Luca. No, the thing lay about Luka, off the strudel, dude. The thing about Luca is like you know how uh, Rajon Rondo like would get his assist where he'd like hold the ball for 17 seconds and throw it to like Ray Allen and he'd get an assist. And yes. he would like kind of like he's a he's a ball stopper, even though he doesn't you know stop moving when he has the ball. It's like yeah. I think. James Harden has a little bit of that in him, mm-hmm. and I think Luca doesn't have that. Oh. And I, but I would closest compare him to James Harden. Okay, who else? Do we, so, what is your? I think we have to worry about the Nuggets. I yeah. think we have to worry about the the Mavs. We still Anthony Davis is only like twenty six. We still have to worry about him for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Suns look pretty good. I mean, what about the Jazz? The Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, and maybe, I think John, Donovan Mitch, Mitchell is going to be an all star. Oh, he's I mean, he's, he's great. Well, fantastic. yeah, he's going to be an all star. What? Yeah, easily an all star. Well, I mean, like he's going like to be an NBA. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, his athleticism and the his ability to shoot mm-hmm. and pa- this year he's been a better uh, as you know, at giving giving out assists and stuff. I think that dude's going to be insane. Yeah, but uh, I am optimistic. I'm optimistic. I think uh, Jock can get a lot better. I think Jaren can get a lot better. Of all these teams, the issue is going to be Denver, Sacramento, Phoenix. Grizzlies, all of them, it's whichever team is able to keep their core together. And that's I think, what I'm worried about. Yeah, it, that whoever can figure that out is going to come out of this. I don't think, I only think one of these teams is going to be able to figure it out. And hopefully it's the Grizzlies. I, I really hope so. Yeah. Because yeah. it would suck if child, I, w- I would be heartbroken. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about it. That's all I have to say. All right. Well, thanks for having uh, me on, Paul. Yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, see you.